good old fashioned crypto debate. We heard from Sebastian Urban, our you know resident Bitcoin bear, uh, crypto bear, as we know him, Ironwood Capital. Uh, but we had to get a bull on here as well. I'm going to kind of play mediator as we kind of walk through uh what crypto is for the future right and uh jj wardell's with us to talk about that jj i want to start with when did you first learn about bitcoin because i told uh sebastian a couple weeks ago i vividly remember in 2017 i just graduated you're like dude i'm mining bitcoin on my computer and i just it just went over my head uh and then what are your general thoughts about it Yes. Yeah, so um, I was first introduced to it back in 2017. I was doing like an abroad program and uh, one of the buddies of mine on the program, you know, we were just figuring out how to make money. Uh, you know, we were kind of bouncing around from location to location. So obviously, you know, can't do that stereotypical job. So he had a background in Forex. And, you know, I've always just been interested in the stock market. So we were just kind of, you know, dicking around doing that. And dude, it was kind of just really funny. So, you know, we were overseas in like Southeast Asia. So we were like on a different time zone. So we were always up like late night. Right. And one of our friends who was our uh, roommate, he just walks in. He like, you know, kind of just, you know, with his like coffee kind of walks in, looks at our computer. He's like, are you guys uh, trading Bitcoin? And we both kind of look at him. We're like, what the hell is Bitcoin? <laughs> and he was telling us about just one of his buddies who like his grandma in like 2014 gave him 500, you know, Bitcoin for his birthday or something. Uh, and the dude just kind of ran with it. Um, and at that time, I think Bitcoin was like under a thousand. Right. So even if you still, again, I mean, if you got in super early, 500 Bitcoin, you know, you're sitting on a pretty decent chunk of change there um, and then just ever since then you know i just like kind of got into it that was back when it was still mineable i don't think it is right. anymore i don't know if there's any like new coin in circulation i think it's like capped at 21 million or something so i don't know if it's still mineable now but i know that you know there's ways where if you link up to that blockchain you get like transaction fees for uh you know offering your processing power and Sebastian's got some ammunition uh, since we last talked with some headlines that are a little bit questionable, the other side. Uh, <laughs> but first I want to ask, did you like have the, uh, you know, the, did you hold on to any of it? Were there any, some crazy gains from way back in 17? Dude, you know, I actually pitched it to my dad, you know, I like came up with a whole thing and I was like, my, I was like, Steve, we got to get in this, you know, you were serious, I, was like, we gotta, yeah. I was like, we got to put something, you know, he, he had just retired too. So I was like, you got time on your hands. I was like, do the research. <laughs> and he came back to me a week later and he's like, how the hell do you buy it? I'm like, oh my God, dude. Like, I know you didn't do nothing, man. You probably like watched one YouTube video or something. And, uh, cause you know, it's a little bit of a process and actually that, you know, CBS was giving us a little, um, a little teasing of what he was going to yeah. say, but like, that's kind of where we are right now. Again, Seabass, you know, your whole issue with Coinbase and this dude flaring up over Coinbase and whatever the fuck's going on over there, you know, that's actually kind of straying from where it originated. You know, it's supposed yeah. to be like peer to peer, you know, it's not even supposed to be through these exchanges, which is where kind of some of these issues are, that we're running into are appearing um coinboy coinbase got slaughtered today uh sebastian let's bring you in there a couple of headlines you peppered us with uh all throughout the we last talked three or four weeks ago here on core trades uh what are some of the headlines that have you coming out uh feeling a little bit vindicated on your position yeah for sure i mean starting with um the three ac you know hedge fund liquidation and then the guys just like kind of disappeared and like went on the run and were like 
just running from creditors, running from, you know, their bankruptcy filing, running from these people that they owed billions of dollars to. Um, and then, yeah, we just mentioned the the Coinbase. They're being probed by the SEC for allowing um, investors to trade coins that the SEC thinks should have been registered as actual securities. They were just listing them and letting them trade there. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, JJ, I got to say, I agree with you in the fact that like, it's sort of lost its way. You know, it's it was this like cool idea of like this decentralized financial system. But now you have all all these like centralized exchanges coming in um, and kind of taking away what made it so novel, what made it so so cool when it started out. No, for and and you know I I don't know if I I like I don't think Bitcoin is the one you know it's the one right now and it'll probably be the one for the next ten years, but I mean it's kind of there's like obviously some dark I mean it started with being anonymous you know like mm-hmm. Silk Road I don't know if you guys have poked your heads down there at, at I used point. it to uh, I had to get Bitcoin for Bovada you know and yeah. when I was trying to play some online blackjack and yeah if only yeah I knew. dude. And, and again, you know, kind of the anonymity of it, which makes sense, you know, I mean, think about all these, like that target scam, I mean, not scam, that hack, you know, I mean, the only reason, you know, your personal, you know, information is being released is because you're giving these companies, these big corporations, who, you know, we're all human, nothing's going to work 100% of the time, there's going to be leaks. But when you've got a, you know, a company of Target where it services, you know, damn near everyone in America, 1% of that leak is 100,000 people. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of get lost in those very small numbers when you put it over a large population. You know, it's actually affecting a lot of people. And JJ, you kind of brought up too, and it's, I think it's a valid point. It's like, look at everything. Everything's getting slaughtered. You know, we look at the numbers. Bitcoin's down 40-something percent, 42% today, year to date. Yeah, you mentioned Kathy Wood, Sebastian, we were talking off the air. She's still getting money, right? She's obviously, she's down 60% this year. She's worse than Bitcoin, you know, but it's like the money's still pouring in there. I just, I, my opinion is that if if Bitcoin was truly just a, fa- a phase, a fad, if crypto was just a phase fad, we the last we would have heard about it was in seventeen. And then it, four years later, it spiked up again. Now we've got, you know, companies aren't really talking about it anymore. The advertising's pulled back. You know, again, it's like, sh- should we look at this four years down the line? We're always going to be right and wrong, depending on the timing. But I sense you're a little bit more wary of these crypto exchanges more than crypto. Am I wrong there? Yeah, I'd agree with that. It's sort of, like I said, it's just taken away <clears throat> this decentralized idea, which is like, what it built its like whole, you know, premise off of. Um, but I do want to pose this question to y'all, to be totally honest, like, yeah, you're, y'all are mentioned, like, you don't think Bitcoin is just a fad, but from when Bitco, Bitcoin and just crypto in general started, we've never seen a true recession. And most economists think that that's exactly where we're headed, if not already in one. So like, how will crypto, how will these extremely volatile, you know, assets perform in a literal recession? Because there, there hasn't been one since it's been around. You know, the last one, the last big one, what, was like 08, 09? Um, right. That was before crypto. 
Yeah, I mean, we've been through, it's a good point because we've been through these crypto winters and you said it's, people are already, we're getting killed at gas pumps, we're getting killed at the grocery store. So, and then all of a sudden you're gonna be like, wait, yeah, you know what, maybe I should jump in Bitcoin today. No one's really got the capital, they're barely buying stocks right now because we're all just in a sitting and waiting pattern. But again, I just like, I don't know what it was because it's all about patterns and who knows, because like, if I were to ask you, Sebastian, what's the, what do you think Bitcoin's worth? And you would probably say zero, right? Uh, but it's like it was under eight thousand four years ago. Three years ago, it was twenty. Uh, excuse me, ten, ten and a half thousand. Two years ago, I don't know if it's the even years, but it came back down. It's back down to nine five uh, nine thousand five hundred. And then last year, thirty four k. You know, is this just a lull? Is it another crypto winter? Are we going to be again? This is all behind, uh, down the line. Are we going to be calling you and saying, "Hey, what's going on? Why is Bitcoin at eighty thousand? You know, like JJ, where do you see Bitcoin? in the next three years, five years, maybe even just in one year? I mean, honestly, you know, there's also a war going on right now in the world and you're never going to have a stable economy, you know, when that's happening. So I honestly, what I've personally been in is it's hard to speculate in the short term with that still going on. Um, And, you know, there's just a lot of bills coming under pass again, you know, this recession that we're about to hit. Steve asked in the beginning, I mean, I personally think crypto, it shouldn't really be viewed as like an investment. It should be viewed as a um, currency alternative. You know, like what's the point of having a checking account when, you you know, this isn't the 80s or this, you know, there's not 10% on your savings account anymore. You know, I think that's a, I love that um, clip from uh oh my god the hbo with the football where they go in depth on the team right oh my hard knocks okay, with the yeah. browns with um oh my who's that? oh it no, was what? wasn't it carl massive was like yeah teaching finance yeah yeah he was explaining like compound interest and someone comes up to him he's like hey dude no one offers 10 percent <laughs> compound interest anymore like <laughs> you know it's not a thing yeah. so it's like why you know do you have 10 grand sitting in you know what's essentially a checking account making you you know inflation going on you know you would rather spend 10 grand today than 10 grand tomorrow because your money is just losing value when you can have it you know in an alternative and that's you know there was a little it wasn't i don't think it was like a full-blown recession but back in 2015 there was a little economic downturn and people yeah. were kind of looking for alternatives and that's kind of where you can track bitcoin's price going above hundreds so i mean you know with the recession now i mean well that's also the thing that in all the textbooks that have ever been written about economic, you know, there's nothing that can explain what's going on right now. Sure. So no one really knows what's going on and no one really knows what's going to be the future. Yeah. Again, it's like, how's Bitcoin going to move? You know, it's kind of, everything's been getting slaughtered. You said it, if it keeps getting worse, is Bitcoin going to keep getting worse? Sebastian, I want to ask you just a kind of general question. Like, what, what is the, is there a noticeable difference when you're in the office on a day that's in the red as opposed to, and maybe a couple of days in the red as opposed to, you know, when you're all partying with the green? Yeah, for sure. I mean, it's definitely a little bit of a different vibe. Um, you know, what Ironwood, and we're, we're a sort of a niche investment in terms of we don't correlate ourselves primarily to the stock market we're sort of like a safe haven for your money so although the vibes aren't great it's obviously you like seeing green you like seeing the fund you know performing better um yeah no it is sort of a you know just the you can just sense it around the office you know if uneasy 
Yeah, of course. Um, Shopify is cutting 10%. A lot of people are saying that they just kind of overestimated, you know, when they're like, hey, we're getting all this money from the pandemic boom. We got to hire more people and they overcalculated. Um, so, you know, it's crazy. You, I'm seeing what the housing market's doing in Toronto. Uh, home prices are, you know, starting to come down here. You're not getting buyers anymore. Uh, you know, it's all it's all very uneasy just anywhere you go. Uh, we all know you love your dividends, Sebastian Urban of Ironwood Capital. Uh, JJ, what kind of stock sectors markets do you like? Are you invested in? Uh, I'm really into like AI robotics, man. I think that's the future. You know, aside from the crypto, uh, I definitely think that, you know, that's where we need to go as like a humanitarian, you know, in me. Uh, also, just like renewable energy. That's kind of what I focus on. Plug Power was a really big winner of mine um, pretty recently. That thing shot up, man. Um, so that's in I mean, the DC eighty five. Yeah, yeah hey, hey man, it, it's up there, man. So uh, that's just kind of what I'm focused on. But I mean, you know, always got to keep your eye on uh, what old Warren's doing. You know, Berkshire Hathaway, just like always got to keep your eye on theirs. And I mean, actually, with, with CBS, you know, he's into those. Do you? Did, do reinvestment with mutual funds specifically, or do you reinvest with uh, specific stocks? Everything, no matter what it is, if it's a stock, if it's a mutual fund, if it's an ETF, if it's a bond, if it's a REIT, E-REIT, no matter what it is, I always, if you pay me a dividend, I'm, I'll give you my money. And <laughs> I'll, I'll give you my money. What, what's your best uh, yield in the book right now? Is there one that you're just like, oh yes, payday? Uh, so, I mean, Fundrise this year, I got to say, that's been like the ballast of my portfolio. Um, I'm currently up 7% on the year um, on that <laughs> part of my portfolio, hey. which is crazy considering uh, what the overall market and even other public, publicly traded ERITs are doing. Yeah. Hey, congrats. Uh, there's always a bull and a bear somewhere. Good to you. Uh, that's no fun for me. I got to be either down 70 or up 70 uh what happened there but uh, here's let's jj wordell sebastian urban sebastian i didn't ask you this last week so we'll start with you and then we'll get both you guys' takes what was one thing you learned at bradley if anything that's kind of stuck with you today what i've learned at bradley regarding um, finance because you both studied it there right um i would say the excel applications um just that was what really introduced me to Excel. Um, and I really started to like dive in to Excel because that's like, you know, the world of finance. I mean, that's where it primarily works. That's what the primarily data source. That's where you're writing all your financial reports. Um, and that introduction has just propelled my career. I've, I've you know, done so many great things in there and uh, I'll continue, continue to keep learning. Good stuff, JJ. Yes, I thought you were going to say something about that uh, investor club that you were in. <laughs> <laughs> pull up, Jim pull up and sit in the back with the hat on. Yeah, I'm just that, was, that, was, that was just a resume builder, man. <laughs> Fair enough. Dude, uh, I mean, you know, Bradley was where I took like my first economic classes uh, and kind of didn't really have any exposure in high school just because, you know, I was just fucking around in high school. But, um, okay. dude, just like the different schools of thought, you know, like Kinsey and economics, like I think that's kind of what drives us. You know, there's kind of those different thoughts. Um, but, you know, there's the fact that demand drives supply. And that's kind of, you know, where Bitcoin is at also kind of making it full circle here. But, you know, since there is and actually best, you know, there's a lot of um like big whales in bitcoin are actually companies you know it's not individuals 
uh it's not you know people who you might think it is man like it's actually like big corporations and that's the thing you know with bitcoin yeah probably well not anymore um but it's actually funny kind of side note there's a wallet that was activated like recently with like i think it's the largest bitcoin wallet now but because you know no one actually knows who the um creator of bitcoin is yeah but yeah, so and it was just activated. So I think that is, but basically with Bitcoin being where it is and why it's so volatile, which I think is why it kind of freaks people out, um, is that there's just, it's so new and there's yeah. so, so much of Bitcoin is held by so few people that anytime they do any trading, that's really, you know, making the markets fluctuate as they are doing so. And I think that's what Bitcoin, like the bad thing about everyone's like, oh, it's risky, it's volatile, which, you know, volatility in itself itself is something that can kind of be a double-edged sword. If you mm-hmm. can, if you know, if you can kind of make sense of it, you can kind of see where it's going. Like if it dips below this level, it's a good time to buy. But I mean, I know big boy over here, but the bear man himself, uh, he doesn't even look at all of that. Hey, I got to I got to say, I got to say, though, the, the number one thing I learned while getting my Series 7, and this is what they've they've continually pushed at Ironwood and as a fiduciary responsibility, past performance is not indicative of future performance. So just because it dropped below this level doesn't mean it's going to go to this level or that level. Um, past performance has nothing to do with, with how it'll perform in the future. I love a good trend, though. I love a good trend. <laughs> uh, Dude, that's like the bull- That's like anytime you go to a you know investor, they're like, well, you shouldn't time the market. Uh, you know, be like, well, dickhead. <laughs> everyone who you know did a rollover on their IRA in the past year and a half, you know, they're sitting looking at their account negative 10 grand, like, what the fuck? You yeah, know, exactly. Like, like, and that's kind of where, you know, you don't time the market. Well, you do, you know, like, that's why I don't understand. You know, it's like, if you need cash now, then you just sell and you'll have cash and it's like yeah but it's not really about that is it no it's swing trading bitcoin i think is a lot like swing trading tech uh kathy wood as uh, you know look it up she called bitcoin to a million which is you know <laughs> that would be awesome that'd be freaking yeah. awesome i'll tell you that much calf um bass would be you know in his closet <laughs> yeah you want to come back um, yeah. i'll still be collecting my dividends dude i'll be all right <laughs> he is up on the year sebastian urban uh ironwood capital so that's why we appreciate both you guys coming on to hear from different voices i mean like last parting note here is like you know what if i told you 20 years ago esports was going to be a multi-billion dollar industry like what do you make of like phase clan going public yeah. up 24 percent in the last week I mean, good for them, honestly. Like, yeah. I love it. I love to see it. Yeah, I, I was mean, just kind of leaving that open-ended because it's like, you know, podcast, crypto, uh, you know, you don't really know until it happens where things are going, where things are advancing. And, you know, who knows? That's why we'll uh, keep kind of circling back. Fair point. Yeah. Dude, right. it's live. Esports, <laughs> they're, they're on the rise. They're, they got tv shows for them now dude they're they're literally getting paid as much as athletes like you know ninjas was as popular as ronda rousey like uh you know it's crazy (laughs) and back when i was doing uh you know back when i was doing like local high school sports in south dakota that was like you know a hot topic was like all of a sudden esports was a varsity sport uh you know colleges are recruiting for esports it's bizarre um fast moving bizarre world we live in indeed jj wardell appreciate it my man sebastian urban ironwood capital uh the endless debate crypto uh we love it here there's always a bull and a bear somewhere and we bring you here on core trades